When a lot of people start exercise, they fail really, really quickly. Like a lot of people quit within two weeks of actually starting their exercise journey. And one of the biggest reasons is, is that they suck at the planning of bringing fitness into their life. So today, I'm gonna to teach you four really important tools that you must put in place if you wanna be successful at starting an exercise habit, but actually at starting any new habit in your life. So when we look at the exercise journey, there's so many people out there who are doing no exercise at all, or what I call the yo-yo type of exercises. These are people who have moments of exercise and moments who fall away from exercise. And unfortunately, for those who aren't exercising or for those who come and go, they often have tried in the past, but they fail, and often they fail really quickly. And there's lots of reasons why they fail, but one of the biggest reasons they fail is they suck at the planning of bringing exercise into their lives. And they almost do everything wrong in the planning or they do no planning at all. So they set up conditions which make it impossible for them to be successful. And what often happens is they set up these impossible conditions. So they go on this pathway, they fail quickly and they tell themselves, I suck at exercise, I can never exercise. Now obviously there's lots of components to bring exercise into your life, but planning's a really, really important one. So I wanna share four tools around planning that are gonna help you be successful in setting yourself up for success when you first start exercising. Okay, tip number one. You need to plan based on the energy of your week and of yourself. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, when we look at how your energy goes throughout the week, there are times in your week when you have more energy and there's times in the week where you are mentally and physically drained. And unfortunately for a lot of people when it comes to fitting exercise into their lives, what they ultimately do is they set up the conditions where they try to put exercise in when they are drained. So they might think to themselves, I'm gonna do exercise at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, they're tired and they're fatigued and it's been a big day and the kids have been hard work or you know, it's just been really fatiguing. So when they get that to that moment when they're going to exercise, they're mentally tired. And we're trying to bring a new habit into your life in this moment, a habit that's gonna take a bit of mental energy. So it's not good use to plan to put exercise in at times when you're going to be mentally fatigued. What you want to do is you want to look at your week and you want to go, when's the best chance of me having good energy to fit exercise into my week? And then slot your exercise in at those times. Because if you can find good energy moments, both physically and mentally, there's a higher chance of you doing it. For example, you might say, on a Sunday morning, I normally sleep in a pretty cruisy Sunday morning, so I'm gonna fit my exercise in on a Sunday morning. Now, if you compare that to a late night after a big day's work, what one has a higher chance of it happening? Tip number two, and this is really important, understand what you know about yourself and use it to your advantage. And a really great example of this is the person who's not a morning person. So often we see this with exercise, someone who's not a morning person tries to put an exercise habit in at, in the morning time. Now the problem with this is, when we reflect upon this, if you're not a morning person and you're not exercising, now we're trying to create two new habits in your life. So not just the exercise component, we're trying to bring the morning habit into your life as well. And that means you've got two barriers you need to overcome to be successful. If you're not a morning person, it's probably not wise to try to fit exercise in in your morning time. So what you wanna reflect upon is, when I look at how I work as a person, when would be the best chance of me fitting exercise in my life in the 
easiest way possible. Now, with this in mind, if you are a morning person, that would be a really good slot. But what you're really trying to reflect upon is just think about yourself. Like, within yourself, what are the things you know about yourself around how you can fit things into your life that work best for you? Okay, the tip number three, and this is really, really important. Before you start your journey, you must communicate with your world how they can support you on your journey. You might have a family, you might have a busy career, you might be in a relationship. No goal doesn't depend on nobody else. Well, not many goals don't depend on nobody else. And what I mean by this is that to be successful in a goal, we are gonna affect other people's lives. So for example, if you're a mother and you want to do some training throughout the week, and you might need more child support as in looking after the children when you traditionally look after the children. So before you start your journey, what we want to do is we want to identify how will I need support from the people in my world? So it might be your partner, it might be your, like one thing that's really interesting with our runners, a lot of our runners will go to their bosses and say, look, I need to make sure I leave work on a Tuesday and Thursday night at five o'clock because I've got this running session that's really important to me. Now because they do that, their boss will support them in leaving at the right time instead of getting that pressure of staying work sometimes when work's a bit busy. And this is what we've got to think about is A, Who's gonna help me be successful on this goal? And then B, what do I need to communicate with them to help them help me be successful? And then C, you need to communicate with them. Now once you've communicated with them, you find two things happen. A, they know how to support you. B, they become a bit of a cheerleader. Like they actually, people in your world want you to be successful, so they become a bit of a cheerleader and they'll support you along the way, which is a really great thing to have on your side. And then the last point with this one here is, Ultimately, what you want to do is thank them and praise them for supporting you. So you want their support, you'll use their support, but you also want to make them feel like a legend for supporting you. So give them praise, tell them why you appreciate what they're doing for you, and tell them how their support is helping you be successful and how it's helping you feel on this journey. Tip number four, and this is actually probably the biggest tip, you want to start a planning routine in your week. And what I mean by this, so let's, let's imagine every Sunday you get up, you kind of get out of bed and you, maybe you do your Sunday morning exercise, and then you put aside 30 minutes to reflect upon the week that you have in front of you. And you look at the week that you have in front of you in both a, kind of a, a practical and energy, you know, you're looking at the week going, what have I got in front of me? And then when is the wisest time for me to fit exercise in? And you might be trying to do four exercise sessions and you're looking at that week, you go, okay, okay, well this day here, I've got a really busy day, I'm working from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, so that's not a good day for me to put exercise in. But the next day, I'm actually quite free, I've got a couple hours in the afternoon where I'm pretty quiet, that's gonna be a good time for me to put my exercise in. Now, a planning habit has so many positive effects, not just for exercise, but for all areas of your life. But if you wanna be successful in bringing a new habit into your life, creating a planning habit will make you way more successful because it helps you look to the future and navigate how you can be successful in this. Now, ultimately, with the planning habit, we're trying to create that long-term weekly process, which will make you that more have that process more in your life, so you get the benefits of all those things. As I said at the start, unfortunately, a lot of people quit exercise just after they start. And if you want to be successful in actually creating the change, planning is a massive part of it. So, what are the four steps? Plan around your energy needs based on where you think you have the best energy to be successful. Secondly. Understand what you know about yourself and use it to your advantage. Thirdly, understand what you need to communicate to your world. 
communicate it and get them to support you along the way. And then lastly, try to create a planning habit that will help you consistently do the work to help you look to be successful in the future. If you could put these steps in place, you can wake up in a place where you're gonna be fitter, healthier, feeling great about yourself. So if you are somebody who's not exercising or you're trying to bring a new habit into your life, my challenge to you is to practice putting these steps in place. If you enjoy my pieces and you wanna bring exercise into your life, you need to check out my book, I will make you passionate about exercise. This book is designed to be a step-by-step -step journey that teaches you the right lessons and experiences to guide bringing exercise into your life, not just for a moment, but where you get to the place where you have a long-term love of exercise. So you get fitter, you get healthier, you have great stress releases, and you feel amazing about yourself. This book has been hugely successful getting the top 10 in the world for health and fitness books. So if it's time for you to bring health and fitness into your life, go to Passion About Exercise, click on the link, go through the process, and you can be starting your journey of finding your love for exercise really soon.